You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't ask for the weirdness of Portland to find me, but it, it yet it does. It, it does. finds me every time. Well, because you're weird. Weird is a magnet for weird. I guess, but the, the thing is, though, what's happening next door... I don't know. I I may have traded up to something worse. I don't know what I was bargaining for. Like oh. all my hopes and dreams that I wished for the method neighbors to be gone. I I may have just been upgraded. Be careful what you wish for. It may have been upgraded. I'm. What kind do of you mean about upgraded? This. I'm just telling you. This may have turned into something. I'm, I be be very careful what you wish for when you ask for your method neighbors to leave. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. You sound like a wonderful you used car salesman. For finding right now. us. I like it. Um, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Right there on our website. If you're going to do any shopping via Amazon. The one at the top of the page? The one right there at the top of the page. It's so easy to find. So easy. Right one there. click. All right there. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Click. And um, yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today, including I've got something at some point here that uh, I have a question for the audience that I really do need help with. So I'm going to get to that here in a minute. That's, it's honestly, I need, I need some assistance, some guidance, some advice. On, on something uh, So I'll bring that up here. <laughs> Yes it's a It's a turn your hat backwards Moment where we sit down And we wrap Greg's And we get, get real. real You know what The, the, the foggy Like, uh, like Golden Girls uh, Cameras are gonna come out Where it looks like Very gauzy Where he's just Very like, hey. gauzy Yeah I mean It's the Golden Girls Cameras where like It looks serious When you like Are having a sentimental moment Where it's not Too crisp or clear Like it has to be A little A little fuzzy Just oh. so everyone can see Like real emotions Are happening Okay I yeah. didn't know That's how that worked Oh All right. Golden Girls filter yeah, this is where you know they need to make that. Oh God, it this is where I loosen so up my rich. tie or something. Or? Yeah, that's what they need to do on Instagram is make a Golden Girls filter, like where you get real. Yeah, where no, but I mean like where you look like uh, you know where you could be like seventy and look like you're forty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just like super blown out lighting, so that way you know you see no age really. It's just kind of a a blurry blob. Yeah, which if you rewatch Golden Girls, which I have been recently, it's all. <laughs> Overblown. Yes. Why have you been watching Golden Girls? I don't know because it's on and it's funny. Because you're looking at your future. Which one are you going to be? Um, you know you're going to be one of them. It's going to be you and a couple of your friends, and that's what it's that's what it's going to be. I feel like my wits are going to someday uh, kind of leave me. Uh-huh. So I'll probably be Rose. I, think I get that same feeling. So you, I'll probably you be, be Betty Rose? White's character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would make that would Just make sense. Just a little sense. like sweet but oblivious. Weird, yeah, yeah. Oblivious. Or I could go the opposite way and be B. Arthur. I could be Dorothy. You think you're going to be Dorothy? Just and be a little like a little hey, bitter. I'm angry. A little bit bitter. I don't think. Yeah, no, I think I'd be Betty White. Okay, all right. I could I could see that. That would make sense. Always coloring your hair some weird color, but you don't exactly. Realize it. And like and like really trying to be sweet, but just kind of. Like I, I can see myself kind of at some point losing my mind and just being like, oh, la, la, la. Yep. Cupcakes I can see that happening rainbows. at some point. Sure. <laughs> All right. So we've established that. Um, where was I going with this? I don't even know how we got onto the Golden Girls. What I was, what I was going to talk about. Talking about lighting. Oh, yeah. That's right. I was going to ask the audience for help at some point. Yes, because we're going to wrap. Yeah. I will do that here in a minute. Um, before we do that, though, I've got – I don't know what I have on my hands. 
what's happening right now. So I need to I need to backtrack a little bit and just I'm explain what's happening. I'm a little concerned for you because you look concerned. I actually am kind of concerned. Yeah, you don't about look, what's going you, on. Like I, I look at Greg every day, unfortunately, and I see his his you know like how he reacts to situations. You look kind of tense. Yeah, right I'm I am a little bit nervous. So legitimately. what is going on? Okay, well. We all know, if you listen to this show, I own a home in Southeast Portland, oh and uh, I've got a couple of roommates. Greg. It's a two-story house, and I live in the converted attic up above. You always got to establish it. We always have new listeners listening in. You know, maybe they don't know about this. And I've owned this house for a while, and uh, I've got, during this entire time, like the neighborhood that I live in has slowly gotten better over time. You know, I was kind of on the outskirts when I bought it because it was where the poor people bought houses and then now it's now it's gone up to where actually it's you know a fairly good neighborhood now except for the one pocket the one house of meth heads that never left and that those were my neighbors that I shared the fence with that did such things as steal cars in the middle of the night and then leave them on blocks strip them and leave them on blocks in front of my house so when I woke up in the morning there would just be the shell of a car on blocks that was not there the morning before, but it looked like I did it. And um, they used to deal drugs on the corner Ugh, in front of my house. Lucky you. Oh, man, that guy, yeah, just blatantly deal drugs right on the corner in front of my house instead of in front of his own house. And and these guys lived there for years. And they were never kicked out because it was their aunt who owned the property. And so there was the hair, there was, there was actually a hair salon in the front and then a like an old lady salon like a golden girl salon and then in the back of this structure was an apartment and then they had this big dirty backyard where they had such things as um well one year they decided to string up a bunch of tarps and it was, so it was kind of like a tarp <gasps> and they city. They had the tarp city. Yeah, tarp city was tarp back city there. Tarp city party, yeah. And yeah, that was a whole summer. They built a two-story storage shed or whatever was in there and then threw a mattress on top of it like an actual mattress on top so the alpha meth head could get up there and climb up uh, on top of it and he'd splay himself out and oversee his meth kingdom and he would just lay there and then glare at me you know of course if i looked over there he would just glare at me and then like i said he always has his, his favorite his favorite term for me which was uh maggot only with a different with a different letter, but it wasn't in the front. fuckstick. It wasn't. No, no, that was something that was the guy else. That was wandering by. That was something else. That was a. Uh, that was some <laughs> other random. You guy listed that. so many nice things from people. Oh yeah, that guy. I don't think that guy ever knew my name. I think all he knew my name was was uh, you know maggot only with a different letter. That's that's the only that's the only term he had for gagget. me. Gagget. Gagget. Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> he was calling you gagget. It was gagget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to didn't want to give it away there. So, <laughs> so that guy, you know, and he it was him and his brother that were always there. And super uh, sweet, soup, super just just well a sweet read. couple just... of meth head brothers. You know, they could have made their own kind of sitcom, probably with all their cast of characters that came through there. I mean, if you think about it, over the years, because I would name their their random buddies that would be there before they went to prison. You know, there was Lumpy for a while. Lumpy was this guy oh, who Lumpy was, was always super angry, weird, always angry, and he had like a giant. I like how that's the defining characteristic swollen... for you for Lumpy. What? Like he was always angry, and he had a giant gourd ear growing. Well, yeah, out no, I'm going to explain that. Yeah, Lumpy had a giant. I don't know what it was that was growing some on the side of, of his growth. face. Something infected where he needed some medical attention, um, but he just never got it. So he had this giant. I mean, it was like a golf ball sized lump on the side of his cheek, and it looked it, he it looked like a guy who didn't go to the doctor, and that that he really should have. And he would walk around and he'd be all angry and he'd do his tough guy meth walk and then like spit on the sidewalk in front of my house and go over there. So there was him 
Um, I actually know his name because we ended up finding him online. I believe he is in jail now. What's his name? Uh, I'm not going to say. His it. First I'm name? not going to say it on the show. You can't say his first name. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It's Brandon. Oh, oh, Brandon, that Brandon. You don't. No, know. Nobody knows. What, I know a billion about? Brandons. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're. Where, no, where you're I was gonna... saying like you can say his first name. There well, I know. Brandons. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, you can find him now. Uh, online because he's got a he's got a vast record of wonderful things that he's done. So there was there was uh, uh, Lumpy. There was the sweeper who was like the skinny method who would go over there. He was clearly on the bottom rung. And so when they would bash cars and strip cars because they stole them all the time or boats or whatever else they were doing, he would be out there with his um, broom and he'd sweep up the mess as soon as they as soon as they did it. That's what I, he loved to do. By the way, I do have to tell you that if you look up Brandon's arrested in Portland, there are like. A billion different Brandons. Oh, like yeah, I'm sure. Brandons are like the oh, highest. Oh, is that a name that's like more likely? I, I feel like Brandon is like the highest likely like Uh-oh. potential arrest record. Oh, boy. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like when I was in school, I mean, no offense to any Brandons that are listening, but. Right. Now that I'm yeah, thinking so, back to like. Sorry if you're a Brandon, you're just more likely to get arrested. That's all it now is. Now that I'm thinking back to high school, actually, I knew two Brandons and both of them. Have been arrested. <laughs> really? Brandon was the trouble name? Brandon was, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I can't think of um, a name in particular that was a trouble name from my high school. Uh, I'd have to think about it. I mean, I, there's a lot of people from my high school that got arrested. Sure. That that happened quite a bit, and some serving, uh, some, are, some are in federal prison right now. There's a couple of them that, uh, that did federal some really bad things. Federal in the ass prison? Oh, yeah, like he's not getting out forever. Like probably twenty five years or something. I think I think this one guy got, which is you could have seen it coming from middle school. What it's like, he, oh yeah. What did he do for that? Like, uh, the murder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Just checking. Yep. One of those guys. But, <laughs> and uh, we're just saying. I love how we're just like basing people. Uh, like you know, we're totally judging people based on their names. Uh, Eddie says uh, Sean's are usually assholes. <laughs> Sean's. I don't. I don't believe that. I actually like my first boyfriend's name was Sean. I don't mind Sean's. I've known some good Sean. I know some good Sean's. Actually, I know mostly good Sean's. Hmm. You know who I I know? Never mind. We're not going to pick names. What? No, I'm thinking of like names that I know, like of, like who are consistently not awesome people. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't know. I, what, what is the name? What is the name that you were thinking of? No, I was thinking of my shitty ex boyfriend's name. Oh. I've known a lot of them with that name. Um, there he is. Yeah. Well, okay. Somebody found him there in the live chat. Yes, that is that is in fact. If you're listening live and the live subscribers, six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. Uh, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live. Look in the chat. One of our listeners did find him. This is why I was afraid to give the name, although I don't really care because the guy was an asshole. Like, honestly, why are you afraid to give the name? And that no, shot is No, because I don't want the guy showing up at my house. Ultimately, that's what it is. Do you think he knows how to work the internet? Yeah, actually, because I think he's got a stalking charge on there. I think that's one of the charges. Oh my God! Wait, so he I'm, was I'm the pretty guy sure he knows. Who had the MySpace page against him, right? Yeah. Let's not even get into it. That, but that is the guy. If you are you are listening, uh, oh okay, yeah, that's, that's how he found it. That's funny. Well, you can probably end up. Oh finding Jesus! It, but there no, it is. No, Bill. No, no, no. I'm deleting that off of there. Uh, uh, anyway, so there we go. You, all can, right. you can you can you can look that up. So, there so is this that. is all the meth head neighbors, you know, and the different the different iterations that we went through, the different times, you know, that we shared together. There was, you know, there there various ladies. I feel like there should be like some have Kenny come. G playing in the background as you're like. There probably should. I mean, it was it was basically ten years of my life living next to these people. Wow. Like they they were my closest neighbors. 
there. I mean, as closest to not as a, you know, that we had any kind of relationship. We had an understanding, you know, don't fuck with me and I, I won't mess with you kind of deal. Like, don't cross the line. We got a demarcation zone. Oh, for sure. Where, where, or demilitarized zone where, yeah, they couldn't cross. And uh, you had like a, a gentle understanding. Yeah, it was, it was a gentle understanding of me calling police and them calling me names. And eventually, Gagget. eventually, yeah, yeah. Oh, how I miss them calling me Gagget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really is all they knew my name as. Little Gagget. Hi, Gagget. <laughs> Fucking Gagget. They'd say affectionately. Um, so, so there was, there was those guys, and and they were there forever, you know. And then they had their various ladies that would show up and. Through the years, they had many different girlfriends or whatever they were. There was one point where they were, I believe they were running lovers out of the Damn, establishment. Damn, by lovers, he means prostitutes. I mean prostitutes, where various <laughs> men seeking comfort would stop in front of their house, right next to my house, and pick up these lovely ladies and take them for a ride around the block or wherever they would go. Usually pickup trucks were the ones that were picking them up. And they'd drop them back off after they went for ice cream or whatever they were doing. And sure enough, they'd get picked up by another lonely gentleman a little bit later. These I mean, ladies, they made a new friend, Greg. They made new friends. <laughs> Don't be judging. They were there to be friends. And that's what these ladies were doing. And they were running and that right out of my neighbor's house. they were. They were running a friendship factory next year. There was a whole friendship <laughs> factory. It was lovely. Lovely thing where all this romance was happening. And then there was the time when they decided to start stealing uh, PlayStations. Oh, and they showed good. up with a car and unloaded about 10 PlayStations unopened. I liked when they. Uh, into, their, into their property, which. I liked when they course, got really into children's bikes. Uh, yes, they did get into children's bikes as well. How many PlayStations uh, did they unload? There was there were ten PlayStations they unloaded Jeez. because I was actually trimming my branches. They didn't see me there, and I, I watched them. Um, of course, they <laughs> just really liked PlayStations. I'm sure they bought all of them, saved up their money, their uh, their lunch money for that. Yeah, and then they they did get into children's bikes for a while. They had a whole lot of those in the back, and then they uh, decided to steal ladders. There was the ladder phase where one day out of nowhere there were about fifteen ladders in their backyard, giant constru- <gasps> construction oh, site ladders. God about that. That I'm sure no construction site in town was missing any ladders that day. I'm sure nobody was missing no, ladders or playstations or children's bicycles. Yes, it's true. It's true. So. You know, these are just uh, fond, fond memories that I have of them. All right. Well, then, what is happening now to make you feel okay? All of that happening now. I'm going into the unknown. I don't need any Kenny G music for this part. I'm slowly fading it out. Um, This is actually Kenny G forever in love. Can you just like not call it the wrong song? Meth heads and me. Okay, that's that was bad. Um, so now that it's been sold, so the property's been sold. And nothing really was going on with it. They they were trying to lease it for a while. Well, and you had talked about on the show about those people who had like the fancy cars that were leaning there, where you thought that maybe they're going to try and burn it down. That's what that's what I was getting to. Yeah, they, tell me, tell me more. So so you know they they were trying to lease it for a while, which the place is. Um, <laughs> Nobody should want to live in there. It's uninhabitable. Yeah, I mean it was full it's of rats. And it's gross. Yeah. It's gross. And so they should have just torn it down. But yeah, then there was a couple of weeks ago when I came home and there was the fancy rich people or look like rich people that were outside of it where 
it looked like you know they're the '80s bad guys from a sitcom where they come into the city and and like they're gonna tear down this neighborhood and put up a country club and that kind of thing. You know those kinds of '80s villains mm. with the sweater tied around their their. Uh, it's a cable shirt, knit sweater. A cable knit sweater. A cable knit sweater tied around their shoulders. Tied and they around have their a, shoulders. Yes. Yeah, and then they have you know so cool. And it's like it's not quite white. Plate. It's not quite beige. It's like somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. A loose cable knit sweater. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like they, they have the uh, license plate that's like top dog or something like or that or too cool. The boss or you. Yeah. Boss man or something like that. Bo- wow. Boss man, isn't that? That sounds no, like an you 80s. You sound like you're like stuck in the 80s plate. right now. Well, that's what I'm talking about. These are like the 80s. Okay, villains. yeah, you're right. It would be boss man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Large and in charge. Only somehow make that in there. I don't know. There would be something like that. Ladies man or I don't know. Radical. Radical would be a, be a good one. Wasn't too cool or so cool. That was in Adventures in Babysitting. That was what the guy's uh, license plate was. So cool. That's. Do you really remember that? Yeah. Is that oh, really what it I is? I watched Adventures in Babysitting. Well, me like, too. I don't remember his license I, plate that well. We didn't have a whole lot of VHS tapes, and so I would watch the same ones over and over, and I watched Adventures in Babys- Babysitting. I can't, I wouldn't even be able to count how many times. I've seen that movie so many times. Um, yeah, so cool. It is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the redhead kid that steals the Playboy, he talks about it. So cool. He does a little thumbs up thing. Oh my god, Greg just did the thumbs up. Yeah, he does the thumbs up thing making fun of yeah. making fun of her. Uh anyway, that's enough about adventures and babysitting. So there were there were the eighties villains, the eighties villain country club dudes that were out there. And you know, with their Mercedes and like a, there was a Porsche that was out in front of the house. And my first thought was, they're gonna tear this thing down or they're gonna burn it down. Something's gonna happen. You know they're going to burn it down in the middle of the night. Oh no! And that's what. And then you suddenly were it's going to be like show, a four-story like, condo that pops up right there. Yep. And that's what I was worried about. Well, now I think there's been a change of plans, and I'm a. I don't want to stereotype. I want you to. I'm you. I, I think you I'm need just going to gonna paint the picture, and you tell me what it sounds like. Okay. Is going on over there? All right. So it doesn't look like they're burning it down. They're doing something to the inside. Now they're they're clearly they over the last week there have been multiple like I'd say seven eight cars wrapped around out in front of this place most of them really nice cars so fancy cars fancy cars but Driven, not just not just Subaru Outbacks no I'm talking about you know uh, Mercedes and really high end SUVs and stuff like was that. was there a Ferrari. Well, no, there wasn't a Ferrari. Was there a Testarossa? That's that's also a Ferrari. No, there was oh. there were no Ferraris in front, but there were cars that were pretty nice. You know, BMWs and and things like that. That Is don't there a really Corvette? that don't normally fit into the neighborhood. A Corvette wouldn't count on that scale, I don't think anymore. So, are they not fancy anymore? Well, I mean, I think so, but I I don't know. I don't. How many Corvettes do you see being? I don't know. Around? That's why I think that they'd be special because you don't see them. Anymore. Yes, there was a T top Trans Am out there. That's what it was. Okay, no, a that's Firebird like a with a big yes, hawk on the front. A of Firebird. It. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No, they was they were actually they were very uh, very nice cars. They look like you know fifty thousand dollar cars, and the people that were driving them. That was a loud swallow on the air that you just had right there. It really came through on the microphone. I just had to call it out because it sounded weird. Why did it so? I just drank a swallow of coffee. I know, but it was so loud. It was not it was loud. Incredibly loud. Will you stop it? Stop making me self conscious about drinking coffee. Well, I'm not trying to make you self conscious. Yes, I just you I felt are. I had Everything to address that you do because makes we all me heard it. We all heard it. I had to address it. Nobody it was heard just it. It's gonna be weird. Anyway, 
talk. I no, now I wanted to see. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pause it when you. Sarah's hiding away from the microphone. Oh, nobody else could hear it. I'll boost it in post so that way everybody can hear. That's uh, so creepy. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, so there's there's all these fancy calls right here, but here's the thing. They all right. What's gentlemen going on? That you, were, seem, you seem concerned. The gentlemen that were driving the cars don't really fit the car. So these guys are going in and out of this place. So you're being judgmental. Well, I'll tell you why. And. Let me just say, uh, so they're going in and out of the place a lot. They're hauling in equipment, and then they're hauling they're hauling a lot of stuff in and less stuff out. You would think they'd be hauling stuff out. They're hauling a lot of stuff in. Yeah, in that in. shit shack. Yeah, yeah and they're doing something in there. It looks like, it's like a they're... shack. It's basically a, a shack. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it's turned Wait, into. What kind because of it was... equipment are they bringing in there? Tables and other things. Like, I can't really tell because I don't want to stare too long. <sighs> So there's all these nice cars out here. Tell me, uh, tell me if this fits. One of the dudes apparently doesn't own a shirt at all because I've never seen him with a shirt while he's going in and out of there. He's this guy. Looks like he's in his twenties with a ponytail and just not wearing a shirt. Oh, sensitive ponytail. Calling stuff man. in there. No, no, not not sensitive ponytail. All right. Man. Well, it's being pointed out by our no. friend Keelan. Says that means that they're super rich because they don't give a fuck about how they dress, which is very true. Well, about <laughs> what? They seem to be very fond of track suits. Oh, my God. Did they- and I'm not kidding. I'm, I'll try to get a picture. Greg? There, one guy wearing an all red track suit with yellow stripes down the side. Greg? Bald dude. Looks like he's straight out of Sopranos. I'm telling you, he looks like Greg, he's straight out of Sopranos. I need to ask you something. And I need to ask you something. Yep. Because the, it is prevalent. <laughs> People are already guessing what I think it is. Greg. In the live chat. Do you, are you kidding me? Did you, did your house change I'm from not, a meth house to a Russian mafia house? I don't know. And oh I don't even know if it's okay God. for me to be talking about you this, but I You can talk swear. about it. Everyone Dude, knows it exists. Everybody if, knows, everybody knows that furniture store on Foster is a front. It's it's known the Russian mafia. These are things exists. we don't talk about. I know these are things you don't talk about. But these the are Russian things we don't talk about. Is prevalent in Southeast Portland. Yeah. Dude, okay. Oh I will, let me let me preface this here because God. I want to be careful about it because I am next door. All right. So. Oh. Yes, Greg. it is true in in the city of Portland. If you live here long enough, you will know somebody who knows somebody, and it, it, it's true. There and is. you know it well enough. You can see what businesses are fronts. Uh, stop calling out businesses as fronts. I didn't On say any air. specific business. You pretty much just did. Everybody knows that that's what that is. Well, I don't... I would rather not have my Suman house firebombed. Suman just called it out exactly where the place... Everyone knows it. It's a. It's the worst kept secret in Portland. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the place. Every, it was just. I was just alluding to something that's not true at all. There may be people involved. I think they're involved in the sanitation business. In your weird garbage business? They're Russians in the sanitation business. And, (laughs) God, I don't know if we should talk about some of these things. Okay, I'm just going to say. It's fine, Greg. It's not fine. The Russian mafia is not going to listen to our show. Greg is getting scared. No, I'm just saying you you got loose lips there. You're a loud mouth. <laughs> loose lips sink shit. You're a loud mouth. <laughs> There's tactful ways to get around this. 
And you are just blah. So you're trying to be respectful to the no, place that just bought the slime I'm shack. I'm not trying. Next to you. Oh my god, you just don't get it. I'm not trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be circumspect so that I can't. You can't actually. God damn it. Yes, I think I'm telling you. I'm just going to describe what's going on. They have the very nice cars. There are multiple dudes in track suits. They were speaking something that wasn't English. <laughs> They're white guys. They're hauling a lot of stuff in. They look really angry. Oh, like, no. Even the shirtless guy, he should be happy because he's not no, constricted dude. by a shirt. No, shirtless guy. Was, he's not shirtless because he's footloose and fancy free. It wasn't like a hippie shirtless. It was Is like it a... he can't afford a shirt? No, it's like a tough guy shirtless kind of thing. Okay, I'm sorry. That is just the lamest thing ever. Who's tough guy shirtless in Portland, Oregon? The Russian mafia. That's who. Oh, I'm not going to wear shirts in Satis Do you not understand that? Um, do you ever, have you ever been around no, a rough neighborhood? No, I think that's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, yeah, I've seen like fit, I don't know, like, you, like you troublemakers. No, you are thinking of this in way too of a, of a conventional aspect. This isn't like some dude... I just, oh my god, you just don't get it. If I don't, I don't think get you've it, ever that means been around. Other, other don't, people don't get it, so you need okay. to explain it. Okay. I'm just going to say, yeah, and it's being noted. You're already mocking the accent on this. <laughs> and, and apologies to Russians out there who are listening. Um, no, like, just if you I've ever go through a rough for... neighborhood, there's always dudes with their shirts off. Like, that's just what well, they like do. Well, like the young kids. Not young kids. Dudes who just... I don't right. even know how to describe it to you. Like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Like they're, but no, it's not a, like, a, oh, I'm a like hipster in Portland. Lock, like, oh, look at me. I don't have a shirt on. They're not doing the flamenco or whatever you're doing over there while you're wrestling around. Yeah, they're in like your... Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Uh, well, if Randy were a tough guy, but I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, the dude's without a shirt. Enough on the dude without a shirt. So are they like the crazy people? Yes. Like, he's going to fight somebody. Um, and he's like, he's so scary that he doesn't even need a shirt. He's not so scary. Oh my god! I'm sorry, you Greg. Are driving me insane. I right now. don't know about the no shirt thing. You are driving me crazy. And again, if I don't know, that means that not everybody knows. You're not listening. Tell me, I'm listening right now. It doesn't matter. It, the guy <laughs> is without a shirt. <laughs> he. Is the kind of guy who wants to fight somebody. It's like the kind of guy when you're at the bar but and some like the dude. No, like so the kind of guy when you're at a bar and like somebody wants to start a fight and the dude who rips his shirt off. <gasps> oh, first, I know that guy. That's the guy. That guy. I know that guy. Not a. Oh, I'm fit and I like to work out kind of guy. No, it's the dude who rips his shirt off because he wants to fight somebody. Oh, okay, the shirt ripper guy. That's that guy. It's like frat boy. That's who that guy yeah. is. Okay. That's him. And so you had shirt ripper guy. Shirt ripper Russian guy. And then Ooh. on top of that, you know, the uh, the tracksuits. I'm just worried. I'm nervous that the operation next door has gone from something that I could control oh, shit. to we may have just got upgraded You've, uh, they and something else is moving in there. I really like that now how history has, like, repainted itself to where you think that you were in control of that. No, but I had a I had an understanding. I did have a bit of a control. I didn't have control of what happened at the meth head's house, but I had control in that it didn't cross, you know, after about two, three years of battling them. Didn't cross the streams. It didn't, yeah, they didn't cross the line into my backyard anymore. Oh, fuck, Greg. I don't know what you do with the Russian mafia. <sighs> oh, you are so screwed. Like, and we can't even joke about it on the show. 
Well, now I don't know if we can even air this show. We're going to air the show. It's fine. Do you think that the Russian mafia is sitting there and listening to Oh, podcasts? my God. <laughs> no, no, this is all Sarah doing that. That is Sarah. Double Don. That's all I got to say. I do not like the way that man is speaking about me. <laughs> Why don't you go over and you do... No, don't do that because it's next to my house. <sighs> oh, I like how you're worried about not my safety, but your house. Thanks, Greg. Uh, well, you're not worried about your safety, clearly. Greg needs to go next door and offer protection money. No, I'm not going to get... You know what I need to do? You should bring them over no. like uh, like a cake or something. No, what I need to do... Here's the deal. I think with the, when you're dealing with something like this, I think I need to make them think that I have my own gang over at my house. Like, just have constantly different people coming out of the house, you know? And so it looks like like I have a house full of like a, like 30 people that live there. So then they don't want to mess with me because it's too many people. So I could get all of our friends. You want to look like you have 30 people that live in your house? Yeah, because then I have my own gang. That's like the stupidest idea. But then I have my own gang, and then each person can, you know, come out, and they'll all be they'll all be looking over there like, oh, man, they've got too many people. There's nothing we can do over there. Look at all those people oh, that live there. It's like right. this gang. Everyone's I've got a gang. All right. Yeah, uh, I need be- to make them think that I have a gang. Greg, it's being suggested that perhaps you should bring them vodka. <laughs> Uh, just just walk over and set it down and give up right uh, away. Our like, pal Chris said that he'd be uh, that he'd be willing to be in your gang. Sweet. So that's okay. Two of you. Okay. <laughs> You're really close to so thirty. We're, now. <laughs> we're a two person gang, and Chris and I are the most intimidating people you've ever met. So <laughs> you guys are we're pretty not scary like people. Super small and white. Like we're, you're we're totally very, intimidating. Very scary. One of you has looking. to be the shirts off guy. It <laughs> <laughs> has to be you, Greg. <laughs> uh, I I think. I think that's the only thing I can do. You know, I've I've got to I've got to have my own gang. You'll there. have to get John in boring. I mean, he's from Gresham, so he's like basically from the streets at this point. <laughs> he would just yep. get on his coffee. Yep, pretty yeah. pretty tough. Also, we're a pretty tough <laughs> gang Vicky, already. And Vicky logically in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live it just logically says that just sounds like a mass murder waiting to happen. <laughs> I got a pretty tough gang going so far right now. <laughs> real, <laughs> real intimidating. So, and I'll just go over and blurt at them. Are you guys in the Russian mafia? <laughs> so, well, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with something. Like, I what guess if they I should have, like, go late over late night Russian poker nights. Oh, God. oh yeah, where they're all the smoking hookers cigars. Will probably um, like that's true. They will have better hookers. They will than have better methods. hookers. Yeah, they'll up the ante on the hookers. That's true. That's okay because they won't be. Meth Let's hookers. make a pros and cons here. I mean, pros, I suppose pros hotter hookers. Yeah, definitely, cons, definitely higher end on that scale. Russian mafia. Yeah. Pros. Nicer cars in the neighborhood. So yeah. Someone will likely break into theirs before yours. I mean, I suppose there's another route I could go where I could just befriend them and I can be like the goofy guy who's not in the mafia, but, you know, I get to come over and play poker with them. But then I'm afraid they'll just beat me up and steal from me. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm kind of worried about. But I mean, what if really, I befriend them? But I really, what are they going to steal? What if I, should I get a tracksuit? I should totally get a tracksuit so I can blend in. They'll be like, all right, he's cool. He's cool. I'll he learn some a, Russian. He is a good man. You know, yeah. I like how you know that one phrase, uh-huh. and that's what you keep saying. Vodka. Yet, mine, yet my Russian accent, which is very good, is offensive. Your Russian accent sounds like your southern accent, sounds like your British accent, sounds like your Spanish accent. It's all the same accent. Um, I know it's intimidating to you that I can just kind of fluidly jump from one person to yes. another. Where it's just like, oh, God, I feel like I, I just seem like I'm from there. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Oh my oh. god, Greg! Like I know we're joking, but like I seriously fucking hope the Russian mafia did not move next door to you. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know because I, it is in that neighborhood. <laughs> the, and, the guy oh is, man! The, the one guy in particular. There were there were multiple tracksuits, but the one guy in particular with the it it was so. He was a large, bald guy. Like like I don't know. He looks like some enforcer kind of looking dude. It looks like he he could be a you know a, a big older bouncer. Wearing a red tracksuit with the Soviet yellow down the side of it. I mean, Jesus it was Soviet Christ. colors. And I was looking at it. I'm like, oh my god, this cannot be more cliche. If he really is in that, um, yeah. Look, he's saying I bet money they'll burn, they'll burn that house. See, down. and that's what I thought too. But right now, there's there's no. Well, maybe they they're fixing to, it up. No, but you know what? They might be fixing it. But I think that you might still be along the same lines of the burning because they probably have to. Like maybe they were planning on it and they're like, all right, no, it was too soon. Why are this. they hauling all this shit in there? Because then? they probably have to like put some shit in there to make it look like like it's an established location. Like they were actually there. Because they probably have to like you think they're just hanging out in there. Yeah, they have to like live there for a certain amount of time to collect insurance. Like money, they're in there like. just playing poker. They're not really fixing it up at all. No, they're not fixing it up at all. What you thought that they were in there? What like putting up wallpaper? I don't know what they're doing. I don't no. go and stare inside. I try to avoid that. Hmm. No, they're probably just putting stuff in there to make it look like it's lived in, so they can get more money from the insurance. <sighs> oh, that's uh, hose down your house every night, buddy. Well, I can't. We've got trees that connect over there. Shit. I guess I should start bringing out value. Can you put, now. like, flame retardant on? That would probably I kill everything. I could. Why don't you? I, I don't, I mean, I, that would take a tremendous amount of flame retardant that I would have to buy. What, and coat my house in it? In case the <laughs> Russian mafia burns down the house next door? That doesn't sound crazy. I don't sound insane by doing that. Well, I think... I, my poor, my poor normal neighbor well, that's actually next door on the other to one. Pressure wash your house? Why don't you just have him pressure wash it with flame retardant? You're not pressure washing the house. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Greg, I hope you're wrong. I really hope you're wrong. Well, I'll see what's happening when I go home today. I still need to ask the question about something too. I forgot. Oh yeah. All right, yeah. Let's do some world of crazy. Awesome, because I'm playing the music to it. Borivizakone. Oh my. Borivizakone. Oh yeah, that's code if of. If anyone knows, if you know Greg in in life, and like you get him to talk about any kind of different country because he loves to travel, he likes to like repeat the same like four phrases that he no, knows. No, because when I go to another country, I'll pick up a bunch and I'll be able to you know get a, a very very basic communication. But then when I come back, I forget everything except for like one or two phrases, and that's all Double I remember. Double done. Double done. We need to take fun employment radio across the world. Yeah, that would be good. And offend people with mm-hmm. <laughs> attempts at Good day, autobus nastani zemulim. What was that? You just made up sounds. No, I didn't. I was totally saying a word. Good day, autobus nastani zemulim. That's not a language that you're it saying. It was. I actually asked a question. I said, would you like some soup? I said, where is the bus stop? Please. <laughs> In Croatian. What if it's a cone? That's the that's, that's Okay, the just thing. stop talking. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to My World of Crazy. Crazy. <gasps> Greg, there's a story out of Hong Kong today that there was a baby born... 
with 31 fingers and toes. And there is a picture of it. It is crazy looking. 31 fingers and toes, Greg. Yeah. 31 fingers and toes. That's a lot. All right. Oh, never. It's in Hong Kong. It's a, okay. So it's a Chinese baby named Hong Hong. I read I'm, that wrong. I'm going to let you uh, handle this one. You did. Your, let me extend my rope. Okay. Hong Hong, who's almost four months old, has polydactylism, uh, the condition of having extra fingers and toes. So um, Hong Hong has 15 fingers and 16 toes. I never click on these links when they show up on Facebook or whatever. I don't. He also has two like- palms on each hand and no thumbs. So 15 fingers, 16 toes, Hong Kong has, but no thumbs, and Sweet. two palms. So it's four palms. Cool. Uh, so Hong Kong's mom also has polydactylism uh, with 12 fingers and 12 toes. Uh, she said she and her husband are seeking medical advice how to best treat Hong Kong. So far, doctors have warned that surgery requires to remove the extra fingers to give the child reconstructed thumbs, and it could cost as much as $30,000. So Hong Kong's family has turned to crowd for, uh, crowdfunding platforms and they've raised $6,000 so far. so far. So if you'd like to contribute to Hong Hong getting his thumbs, just look up Hong Hong. Okay. <gasps> this sounds like my dream. Attention all of our friends that live in the London. Oh, the Mar- Mario England. Greg? Mm-hmm. Why are you not I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm... You don't seem like you're listening. You seem like you're distracted. Mario England. Yes. A French beer company is set to open up a pop-up bar in London staffed entirely by dogs. By dogs, Greg. How is it staffed by dogs? Yes, there's totally a sleeping tiny dog in here right now, too. Oh, yeah. Sophie the uh, Corgi is here in the studio right now. Sophie is sleeping on the chair. She is so content, which is why I want to pick her up and squish her. I'm going to leave her over there for now. Let Let her sleep. I'm letting her sleep. All right, so this is a London bar that is going to be run by a French beer company that is staffed entirely by dogs. So Cronenberg 1664's Bar d'Asiantan. I just totally made that up. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. What was that? Asiantan. We'll open on May 6th. That's tomorrow, and that's my sister's birthday. And Say it one more time. Asiantan. And will feature German shepherds serving the company's beer to customers. Cronenberg, uh, 1664, brand director. Uh, why is everything so complicated? Ifioma Dozy says, We're absolutely delighted to be opening the doors on the fir- world's first bar staffed by dogs. It provides customers with a truly unique experience and is ideal for us to bring... All beer to Cronenberg fans. So the dogs serve beer from custom lightweight barrels for free during two-hour sessions. So the dogs are trained to, like, pour beer out of their barrels on their necks. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, but I don't... That's There's going to be so much what air are in your beer. barrel dogs? St. Bernard's? St. Bernard's, yeah. Because they had barrels on their necks, right? Well, I, yeah, I don't know if they ever actually did that, but that's the... That's the story. That's the lore. Yeah, they had whiskey in there. <gasps> whiskey barrels? Yeah, it was supposed to be whiskey if you got frostbit or something and you were on the Swiss Alps. They would 
the dog would come up and you drink whiskey and that would keep you from getting frostbite, which is, it's all wrong. Everything about it is wrong. All right. Well, but, attention our London listeners. So tomorrow, so let's see, so let's see. It's probably about, it's about 8 o'clock on, in London right now. So if you're listening to this at night, tomorrow, go and check out this pop-up bar, Cronenberg uh, 1664. Look that up and get served by a dog and let me know because that sounds really awesome. That sounds awesome. Greg, there's a Florida man. I haven't had a Port St. Lucie story in a while, and unfortunately this is not one of them. But it's from Florida. It's from St. Petersburg. It's not Port St. Lucie. Sorry. That's okay. Thank you. A Florida man not from Port St. Lucie was caught on camera attempting to steal a snake by shoving it into his pants at a local store. Why do men always try to shove snakes in their pants? I don't know. We've had that here in Portland. Nobody wants pants steak. No, snake. Oh, snake. A steak or a snake? Because people steal meat. Didn't you just have a story yesterday where somebody was stealing something? They stole four bottles of champagne, champagne. yesterday. But then, yeah, people steal lots of meat. They shoved they a them. snake down? Because we had that same thing happen here in Portland. Oh, yeah. Where somebody stole a snake and shoved it in their pants. Like, who's just like, what makes you wake up in the morning? Like, hey, I need to go to a pet store and find a snake and stick it in my pants. That's what I need to do. That's my life goal for today. Well, police in Pinellas County say that the man named Travis Treeter entered the Animal House Pet Center in St. Petersburg and placed a baby python in his left pocket. Now, the store's owner said that Treeter had stolen high-end snakes and lizard and lizards from the store on at least two other occasions by shoving them in his pants. If they knew that he was, you know, a lizard What is this guy doing stealer, with him? I, I don't know. So uh, the owner said he'd been in twice over the past nine months, and we didn't realize that he'd stolen anything until after the fact. No, uh, the owner had photos of Treeter placed behind the counter in response to past encounters, and he and his staff were ready for the most recent theft attempt. So we waited on him for probably 15 minutes. This is what the owner said. And then we went to the office to see what he was doing, and sure enough, he targeted the higher-end snakes when they were watching him on the cameras. Uh, they observed Treeter on the surveillance cameras, uh, shoving one of the snakes into his pants. Now employees worked to restrain him until authorities arrived. So according to uh, reports, the baby python cost about $150. No cost on what the pan- the one they shoved into his pants was. And it's estimated that he's stolen at least $1,000 worth of animals in the past. Wow. It's a lot of pants snakes. That is a lot of pants snakes. Um, out of Las Vegas... <laughs> Out of Vegas, Las Vegas tourists were shocked and disgusted after they were left soaked in a zip-lining teenager's urine. Oh, what? Visitors in the Las Vegas attraction said they were unexpectedly drenched by falling liquid that turned out to be urine from a teenager on a zip line that was going over their heads. <laughs> it was peeing on the people down below? It was peeing on them. Tourists visited the popular oh. Fremont Street Experience. So yeah. It's an old, uh, an old town. Uh, when they were there on Wednesday, they initially thought drops of liquid that fell onto their heads were water or beer, but they soon discovered it was something far more disgusting, <laughs> a 15-year-old boy's so urine. Gross. Officials with the attraction say the teenager urinated while riding the Slotzilla slot oh, machine zipline that stretches over the Fremont Street experience. What a little asshole. He was doing it on purpose? 
Uh, let's see. Let me find out. It says, uh, so one of the people who was peed on, uh, Casimir Ferguson, who was visiting Las Vegas from Hawaii, says, there was like a lot of liquid coming from above us, just showering from head to toe, our back and top of our head dripping down without some sort of water, maybe drinks or beer. How much pee could this kid have if he's zipping along? You're not going to get drenched (laughs) that much. Maybe it's not so much a zip line as it is like a slow line. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of pee. Well, the Fremont Street Experiences marketing director said the teen's parents apologized for the incident. What about the shit apple himself? He yeah. Apologized for that. It was unclear whether the mid-ride urination was involuntary or an intentional prank. If the kid's not apologizing, I'm assuming it was probably intentional. And I have more, but I will save it for tomorrow. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> what an asshole. How pissed would you be? I would go to the end. Huh? If I knew huh? that I was peed on, I would go to the where the zip pissed? line ends. Really? You're the one that just said it. Oh, shut up. No, I would go to, I would run my ass up to where that zip line ends. Oh, no, I'd meet them. Punch that kid in the face. Yeah, yeah. I, I would meet them as soon as they oh, got yeah. done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would not, uh, that aggression would not stand. No, that will not stand. No, I would be, I would be all over that kid. Um, all right, we got, okay, I've got 10 minutes. I got to, I got to get a couple of things in here. Okay. Because there is a Baltox story I've got to talk about and, and uh, <gasps> I didn't even tell you about something that happened. No, we'll we'll do that tomorrow. Okay, we'll okay, stuff. okay. Derby stuff's tomorrow. Know, uh, tomorrow. No, this is something else actually that uh, we may have an opportunity. I guess I'll, I'll talk about it. What? In, in, in so a we're doing Baltak? We'll do Baltak in a second. I have to ask this other question though from listeners because I need help on something. Like for real, I need help. Oh on yeah, yeah. And I, I tried to tell this the other day, and we ended up cutting it from the podcast. But I'm going to briefly explain what's going on, and. I'm really asking for help, like sincerely, from anybody who works in the healthcare industry or would have uh, some advice or suggestions for me on what's going on. So, you know, we don't talk about politics here on the show, but, um, you know, that I have, uh, through the Healthcare Act, I now have health insurance. Universal healthcare to me is not a political issue. That's something we should all have it. Uh, nobody should have to go without healthcare. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so important. And it is been tremendous for me and people like Sarah, you know, because we're, we don't make a lot of money and, you know, we're trying to have a small business, but we need, we need health insurance. And so it's been great for that. The implementation of it has not been the best. And so right now I've got, if you don't know how it works, you go through healthcare.gov and you apply for it. And then basically they give you a, um, they'll, they'll give you like a a reduction in costs Mm -hmm. for your health insurance. And so they, they figure out what your income is and then that determines how much you get off of paying, you know, how much they'll help subsidize it. And so I have that right now, but they notified me that I needed to verify two things. One was to verify my income from last year, which is no problem. You just send them your tax forms and that's it. That's done. And then they give you your rate. The other thing they're asking me is that they are, they have told me, this is the federal government, they have told me that I am listed as receiving Medicaid from the state of Oregon. Now, I did not know what Medicaid or Medicare was. I have no idea what those things are. And So you've never been enrolled? In- <laughs> never been enrolled. I don't even know the difference between the two. I feel ignorant for not knowing that. Okay. You know, and what, and what they're asking me to do is get something from the state of Oregon that says that I'm not receiving it. So you're not receiving it, but now you have to get proof for something. But I have to get proof for something that I'm not receiving. So it's like, say, you know, you were uh, like, like you're applying to, 
get a phone, but they want proof that you've never been with AT&T, but you have to write AT&T and say, hey, give me proof that I've never been with you, even though you've never had any interaction with I'm sure with that everybody's totally receptive and helpful in that scenario. No, and that's the problem. The state of <laughs> Oregon won't answer, I'm, and I kid you not, I've spent hours and hours on hold trying to get through to someone to speak to at their at their headquarters, and they never answer their phone. And I don't mean just it's a long wait. I mean, they, they don't answer their phone. Yeah. So, and they don't answer their emails, and there's no real office to go to, so I can't get the information that I need. I can't, I can't get this letter saying that I'm not receiving benefits because I can't get it through to anybody, but yet the federal government says, well, if you can't provide proof that you're not receiving it, then we're cutting off your benefits, and that's what they're doing, so I'm just and stuck. And they fine you for that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, if I can't afford the health care, then I'm going to get fined, which I can't afford it because it's too expensive for me without the <gasps> benefits. So I'm just stuck in this loophole. Honestly. All right. So seriously, though, Suman in the chat is saying, can you tweet at them? Like, because that seems like I can. But I'll, I'll be honest. You know, I but, don't really want to post this on Twitter about it because why? I, just, What's I feel weird about it. Don't feel weird. Okay. Don't feel weird. Everyone has. To, I mean, my God, we have all spent more time on the phone trying to remedy problems. And at least like in, you know, in the age of social media, that is something you can publicly shame and get the problem solved instead of waiting online for an hour and a half on the phone like I yeah. know you have. Yeah. Well, I will I will see what I can do and uh and try to try to uh, yeah, maybe I'll try that. Yeah, so maybe what I'll you're going to do so what you're asking is to look for advice of anyone who's like Anybody who knows it. what I can do, yeah, with this or, because or I know how I can get a response back I've from listened the to state Greg of Oregon. Sit on hold for like we've been sitting here working for a couple hours and he has sat on hold the entire time with this like hypnotic horrible music well, this on hold music playing in the background. I mean, and not having health insurance it really is it sucks. Like I know a lot of people who work for, you know, companies and they have health insurance and and I think you forget what it's like when you don't have it when you mm-hmm. do need it. Thankfully, I'm a pretty healthy person so I haven't needed it, but when, you know, you do have issues, you, it's it sucks not having it. Yeah. You know, it's it's really, really not fun. So anyway, that's just getting real there for a second. Getting real. Um, but yeah, if I if I if anybody can help, that would be fantastic. If anybody has any legitimate advice, you know, other than keep calling or emailing because those just aren't working. They're, yeah. they're not answering either of those. So that's it. Throwing it out there. Throwing it to the wind. Because right now I'm just kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try Twitter. I'll try that. I'll try do writing it. on Twitter. Do it. Um, and see what we can do. All right. Uh, there we go. So let's do some quick ball talk because I do have something that I have something that came up yesterday. Speaking of Twitter, and um, <laughs> it's kind of weird. All right, okay. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. I don't even know how to broach this. So I guess I'll, I'll do a couple of stories here first, and then I'll get to this this main one, and I'll ask if we should pursue this story or not. Whether we should pursue... You know what? Um, I'm just going to skip straight to it. I didn't realize what time it was. So, are you aware of who Phoenix Jones is? Yeah, he's that uh, that superhero guy from Seattle. Yes, that yeah. is that is who he is. So, yes. Phoenix Jones is one of the guys... So, there's, there's the Guardian Shield here in Portland, and I think there's more people like this around this, other cities. He dresses up in a, uh, in a superhero costume. And walks around town to try to stop crime. Now, Phoenix Jones has actually gotten into fights before. He's been arrested before. I like because him. He gets he's, a little, involved. he's a little rough and tumble. Well, yeah. Yeah, that is true. So, Phoenix Jones, he dresses up in his costume. His real name is Ben Fodor. Fodor. Ben Fodor. Fodor. 
And I saw this story I yesterday. My joke was really funny. Was that not funny? Oh, that's good. I saw this story yesterday, and this is a true story. So Ben Fodor is also an MMA fighter. Phoenix Jones is an MMA fighter. Like he really does. He fights in the World Series of Fighting. It's like the World Series of Poker, but with fists? I don't know. I don't know exactly. And this story is going to be really weird, and then I'm going to tell you what has happened. So Phoenix Jones, Ben Fodor in real life, fights in MMA, and he is scheduled to fight on July 30th his brother. His real-life brother. What? Apparently, the Fodor brothers, Fodor. it's Ben and and Karos, do not like each other in real life. Like, they're, they're legitimately, legitimately brothers. It's said the two don't get along and haven't for some time, and they have booked a fight to fight each other in the MMA ring. Wow. Brother on brother fight. Brother fights. Brother fights. It's a brother fight. It's a superhero brother fight. And so yesterday on Twitter, I posted something about it. So I posted, uh, who needs, uh, I'll, I'll pull it up, whatever it was. I said something about, like, who, who needs Captain America versus Iron Man? This is a real life you get the- superhero brother fight. And I posted a link to it. Well, Phoenix Jones saw it. I th- oh, and then I put a hashtag Phoenix Jones brother fight. Phoenix Jones saw what I posted and liked it. Wait, what you posted? What I posted. Phoenix what? Jones saw it and liked it. And so I saw that he liked it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to see where this goes. Well, you follow Phoenix Jones? No. He must have had a search on and saw his name and liked the tweet. And so I posted, I followed him. And uh, and posted to him. And I said, hey, if you feel like coming on the show to talk about, coming on at Fun Imp Radio to talk about the fight, let me know. We'd love to promote it. Paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what I said. And he wrote, he wrote back. What? So he said he's in, but we need to get permission from the World, the, uh, world Series of Fighting. And... Uh, and some other guy, some other guy from New York. But if we get permission from them, he's down to come on the show and talk oh, about the fight. So I guess my question is this. Should I pursue this? Yes. Yes. Should I pursue getting Phoenix Jones on the show? I didn't even think about that. Yes. Would listeners, would you want to hear Phoenix Jones on the show talking um, about his fight? I would like to listen to him talking about his fight, so that makes me a listener. So yes. Okay. Well, then I'll... want to hear the Seattle superhero... Talking about his brother fight. Yes. Talking about his brother fight. Yes. Yeah. Our friend Bill in the chat says yes. Okay. Then I will, I'll pursue it. <laughs> People loved my, my Hodor thing. <laughs> Greg That's made so me annoying. stop it. He looked at me and he's just like, like behind the scenes, he went like the, stop it. <laughs> All right. Well, I will see what I can do to get Phoenix Jones on the show. Greg, that is so cool. <laughs> I, I guess that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, he said at Greg Nibbler at Fun Up Radio. Get this guy's plus MMA World Series approval. You know I'm in. And then he posted to his brother, "You want to do anything to help?" Uh, so yeah, so we'll we'll see. I, I'll I'll try to get him on. I'll try to make it happen. Well, Phoenix Jones talking about his superhero brother fight. Ben, what's Fodor. his real name? Ben Fodor. Fodor. <laughs> 
All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh real quick, we got a birthday we got to do. Ooh, a birthday. We do. It's one we missed from a couple of days ago, but I told you tomorrow's my sister's birthday, right? So whoever's birthday this is is really special because they're close to my sister's birthday and she's super special. The end. Well, I believe he's special in his own right as well. And that is for Andrew. Andrew? It was Andrew's birthday. Who is uh, right down the hall from us, actually. And Andrew, happy birthday. Oh, Mr. Hill? Yep, Mr. Hill. Oh, happy birthday, buddy. Caveman medicine. Happy birthday, Andrew. Happy birthday, Andrew. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Whoa. Double? Happy birthday to you. Yeah, it's just nonstop. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Elvis really liked Andrew for some reason. Yes, indeed. Well, we all like Andrew. I mean, absolutely. Not like. What's not to like? Um, no, we all love Andrew. And you know what else we all love, Sarah? Next adventure. Next adventure. Yes. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. I can find out more online at nextadventure.net if I can't visit the store physically. Yes, that is true. Okay. And Next Adventure, of course, their main store is on Stark and Grand right here in Portland. It's the outdoor store for anything you would ever possibly need. Uh, I know this is this is kind of a strange thing, but I know a lot of people who are really getting into disc golf. They have a huge disc golf section there. I love disc golf. It's pretty fun. I've I used only to... done it twice, and I loved it, but there's such a stigma attached to it, but now it like, seems nah. to be going away. No, there's no more stigma anymore. It's actually just fun. You just get outside and throw a Frisbee and... You and the s- spoiler alert, you drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do it in high school. All the, I mean, not in high school because I wasn't allowed to drink beer no, in high school. No, you, after you were 21 years of age. When I was 21 years yes. of age, that's when we used to go play disc golf and then drink beer in coolers in parks and so it wouldn't look like we were drinking beer. Um, anyway, you they they have a huge <laughs> selection of disc golf uh, items there at Next Adventure on Stark and Grand or their new website, nextadventure.net. They redesigned the entire website and it's it's great. So you can order from anywhere. You can order anything online there. If you do pick up something, let us know. You know, shoot us an email and just say, hey, went down the next adventure. Thanks. Or, or uh, they were great or whatever. Something that we can forward on to them because that's always nice to do. And just to, just to give them feedback. But they really do greatly support our show. And they have for a long time. And we appreciate them a lot. So nextadventure.net. Go there. Take a look at everything they have to offer. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We yes. really, really do appreciate it. Um, it is awesome. And we'll be back tomorrow at our regular time. Tomorrow at regular time. Mm-hmm. I believe we have a guest tomorrow, but i got to double-check that. Uh, but either way, we'll be back here on the air at noon o'clock. For subscribers, podcast up afterwards. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.